This podcast is part of the Loosely Connected Network. Visit www.thelooselyconnected.com for more great podcasts, networks, Twitch streams, YouTube channels, and more. Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Crate. Loot Crate. Um, yeah, Loot Crate is this box. <laughs> <laughs> so, so enthusiastic. Yeah. Loot Crate. <laughs> Loot Crate is a box of like um, nerdy stuff, and you get it every month if you subscribe to it. And um, I'm a little tired to talk about it, but it's really cool. Trust me, guys. <laughs> so uh, Loot Crate has a whole bunch of random items, uh, and each month is differently themed. So I don't have a Loot Crate to know what this month's theme is, uh, but you can month- find out on their website. Yeah. Probably this think. month's theme um, it has to do with. Uh, defenders like defending or something like that let me let me to check real quick okay it's um because it's about um it's going to include black panther in it right let's see loot crate uh the website is lootcrate.com and it's loading and my internet is slow so it's loading slowly <laughs> uh let's see loot crate and then you have to click on the loot crate box and then you have to click on get loot crate um Oh yeah, and what's really cool too is that there's different loot crates. So right. you can get loot crate the general one, which is like just regular nerdy stuff that combines everything. Uh, there's also loot gaming, which is like specific to video games. There's loot anime, and then I guess there's a new one called loot wizarding. So it's for wizards. <laughs> Aren't you a wizard? No, I'm a warlock. Oh yeah, magician. <laughs> um, yeah, I. I my my computer is not loading because it's uh I have my computer is really bad right now, um but there is stuff for Black Panther in this month so there is a uh, Black Panther on my screen that won't go away right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you you mentioned that every, every uh, loot crate include at least one T-shirt, right? Um, I don't know if it's like a rule, but then I think for the most part. Almost all of my loot crate boxes have a t-shirt in it. So it's really cool. They're usually like, um, they're, they're exclusive designs that only loot crate, um, has. So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So February's theme is protect. So I'm going to read it to you. So they have come for honor, glory, or justice to be shields against the darkness for those they have sworn to protect. Join forces with brave guardians to unbox exclusive collectibles and gear. Will you answer the call? Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want to get a subscription of uh, Loot Crate, you guys can help us out. Use our promo code NTFTTPod, and you guys also get a 10% cut on that. Cool. All right, on with the show. Come with me if you want to live. No time for time travel. Welcome to the No Time for Time Travel Podcast, where we are podcast for nerds by nerds. My name is Tony, and joining me this week is Quap. Hello. And we are a podcast where you, the listener, chooses a topic for us to discuss as the topic of the episode. And uh, this week, we actually have a topic suggestion uh, suggested a few weeks back. Um, I believe it was from Kinetic. He's the host of the Behind the Line uh, Radio, and he is part of the Enthusiast Network. And he actually just wanted us to talk about uh, the upcoming Gamers Developer Conference. Um, so we'll just be talking about that general things, you know, our impressions or our anticipations of what uh, things are coming up. And yeah, but before we get into that, how are you doing? Uh, I'm 
I'm pretty good. Uh, I just flew in from, uh, flew back into Vancouver yesterday. I think I got my, my schedule back on track. Already? That's fast. Yeah. 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 You're not, I, like, you're not jet lagged or? No. Oh. I had, I had the best sleep ever in like my whole time over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Is it because of the dog? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, um, oh yeah. I guess you can tell people where you were. Oh uh, yeah, so uh, last week I was over in the UK uh, working near uh, Blackpool, and um, it's just like a where the studio was at. It was more. It's not in Blackpool, but it was a little bit to the east of it, uh, towards Preston, and it was literally in the middle of nowhere. I I, I thought they were exaggerating, but they weren't, because then I was working on like farm a farm. <laughs> wait, wait, what? You're on a farm? Yeah, like, like the the cab uh, driver drove in, and I saw like, okay, it says uh, on the on the building, it says the like, Willow Farm uh, Studio. And I was like, okay, cool. that's a cool name, that makes sense. And I saw like it had like a barn shape uh, uh, building. I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool theme. And then the <laughs> next thing I saw was cows. <laughs> so Willow and Farm the Studios. Back, there, there, there was like fields and and sheep's. I'm like, oh, oh. I see. <laughs> so Willow Farm Studios is probably like Willow Farms, just people at Willow Farms. And then they just like, oh, let's do like uh, animation. And it's like, okay, we'll make a studio. Oh, we'll just call it Willow Farm Studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know the history behind it, but it was a uh, very interesting, uh, for me. And that, that was, yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> That's that's cool. So, um, are you allowed to talk about the project you're going to be working on, or? Oh, that worked out. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I just did like in-game animation for just uh, the games out for a while. I think it's called Planet Coasters. Planet Coasters. Yeah. So essentially, it's like a roller coaster tycoon sort of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they make amusement amusement park and whatnot, and I just made assets uh, for um, like in-game stuff for. Uh, the stuff that you would find in amusement parks, like animation for it. Oh, so they they have amusement parks. So, because uh, like um, Planet Coaster is essentially a, a amusement park tycoon sort of game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I made uh, animations for uh, I made asset animations for that game or help mm-hmm. the next patch or I don't know what what it is. But it's it's been in release for a while, um, and then yeah. So the studio I, I work for is contracted, is doing a lot of contract work. So they were contracted out by the the main studio that was in charge of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got a lot of uh, help. For, uh, we're we're just helping them out in a way. Oh, so okay. Small. Yeah, it's really cool. Small studio. Well, I'm I'm looking up uh, Planet Coaster right now, and on mm-hmm. Steam they got like nine out of ten. Yeah, a lot of people seem to like it. So. It, it's like the Sims version of uh, amusement park, I think. Yeah, it looks pretty good. So this one has like been out since uh, 2016, so it's actually still fairly, uh, fairly new, I guess. Yeah. So it's always adding new stuff, I think. So that's probably why I would this either a DLC or a patch. I don't know how they do it with that game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it was really cool. Um, the animation itself was was not bad. Uh, the I think for me I, I felt so productive, <laughs> like working over there. Uh huh. I've never been so productive. Oh, I, I never felt so productive in my life. 
Well, I guess like compared to like I haven't uh, before I was working with them for a week, like just remotely at home. Mm-hmm. So I just do whatever and I just submit it and then I get feedback the next day and then we talk about it for like an hour uh, before they leave for home. Mm-hmm. And then over here, uh, when I got over there, I was just like, hey, can you take a look at this? <laughs> and they, they just come over and they just look at it. I was like, yeah, it's good. And I was like, oh, good. I can move on. <laughs> oh, so you were actually like in the office with them? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you did like regular like work hour shifts to be in the office and then after that just go home? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I was actually like a, a real employee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's why, I mean, that's why a lot of people who, some, some people like prefer to work in person versus remote just because, right. you know, some of the work requires feedback or requires you to be there to bounce ideas off of people. So, right. Yeah. It's yeah and it's hard. also like a, a work mentality as well. It's just so hard and distracting at home for me. Yeah. 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 Cause you know, computers right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the and internet is right there. <laughs> it's funny because like at work, uh, like I made a rule for myself where I don't log into anything distracted or like, or I'm not, too distracted, like uh, like Facebook and whatnot, like social media. Mm-hmm. So when I work, I, I don't really go on any of those sites. The only sites that I, I go to is just like Gmail and uh, YouTube mostly, mm-hmm. uh, just because YouTube for reference. But then there's also other distracting stuff. And yeah. Gmail is just uh, some some studio they communicate uh, using GChat. Mm-hmm. So that's also very distracting because I talk to a lot of people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Um, yeah, um I, I used to like a while back have my computer always logged into Gchat. Mm-hmm. Um, my new place actually blocks Gchat, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then I actually overall, it just made me overall not really log into Gchat. Right. Like as a person, not just, not just at work, you know? Um, oh. so it's, it's nice. I mean, it's always logged in like for my phone, but. It's not like I'll go on the computer and not just go into Gchat right away. It used to be a habit. Right. And, um, and actually I kind of like it now that it's not a habit. Yeah. So. It's, you find that you don't really need to unless you, you constantly need to check, uh, Gmail or, uh, emergency emails and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and it's also like I don't, I, I, I feel like it's better that I don't initiate a lot of conversations on Gchat anymore. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of come to me, unless I really do have time to start conversations, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, if they come to me, yeah, I'll respond if I, if it's something I need to respond to right away. So, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally understand that. I just, normally I just send out a whole bunch of emails, or I send a, a chat, and I don't expect anybody to reply, because either they're busy at work or something, mm-hmm. but then if somebody take a bite, it's game over. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, like uh, several times when I responded like a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then videos uh, forever. But uh, no, I, I thought uh, the UK was actually pretty cool. Um, I was trying to, <laughs> I was learning to pick up on the accent. And <laughs> how was that? Uh, it was interesting. I, I got to a point where like it was American slash British. With Canadian? And Vietnamese? No, I don't, <laughs> he doesn't even actually know. Uh, when I try uh, yeah, think about it, it's like, yeah, sometimes I get confused with like Canadian stuff. I'm like, wait, they don't say it like that. That's how Canadians say it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was fun uh, trying to learn it. And then uh, I had 
there there's times when I'm just in the the cab ride and I talk with the, the cab driver and so so uh, my work they provided me uh, a cab to and from my flat to uh, work so I don't have yeah. to bike in or whatnot. <laughs> the words that you're saying are very foreign to me when you say cab and flat like <laughs> I don't use those words. Taxis and Airbnb. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> cab isn't boring, Tony. No, that I know, is, but no. I don't really hear people say cab. Actually, I, I oh. usually hear Uber or taxi or you know uh, Lyft. I don't hear the word cab anymore. Oh, really? Oh, that's just true because it's California. Yeah, because you guys in uh, in Canada, you use yellow cab. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You, it's a cab that's yeah. yellow <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yes yes it is yeah. um but yeah yeah so so essentially it's just like one person driving me to work and then one another person drives me home and it's just a, one designated person uh scheduled there like it's like a uh, private uh, taxi <laughs> really so it's almost like a chauffeur essentially yeah um, wow yeah because the what happened was like apparently the hr uh, her husband is in charge of the the cab company. Uh huh. Oh, <laughs> so, oh. So she gets the hookup with the, in that sense. He would. Uh, but yeah, it, it's kind of cool. Like I, I, when I try to talk to him, I, I would slowly just slowly change. I try to change how I talk <laughs> into be more more uh, more British. <laughs> but then like. Uh, I would know, I would try to sound it out in my head, and I couldn't figure it out. And then I would just revert back to English because I'm like, I don't know how to say this. I don't know oh. how to pronounce this. <laughs> he's probably thinking like, man, he's thinking really hard to respond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that happens a lot. <laughs> when I try to do things, I'm like, hmm, if I do this, it takes me like, like if if I say what, I would in my head uh, think like, how would they say is it war? <laughs> and then it just goes like whole bunch of iterations and I like okay that's one word <laughs> <laughs> and so, then the next so word I would slowly just break down like try, try to say like uh, in a different time like I think I try to say yeah a few times like in the beginning I would say yeah and then uh, when I I get more practice with yeah and it becomes like yeah and it's like yeah <laughs> so just slowly adjusting my thing every time and then I wonder how how they felt when they hear me do that because it's like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? <laughs> Why is he changing how he, how he speaks? <laughs> but you know, that sometimes happens like when you talk to someone, like even for me, like just talking to someone that already has an accent or speaks a certain way. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes I end up talking to them and then I accidentally start repeating their mannerisms or the words. Okay. And then um, I start feeling self-conscious because I'm like, oh, shoot, I hope they don't think I'm mocking them. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. But I'm like, you know what? I'm already too committed. Yeah. It's too late to say anything. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because then they're they're just like, wait, why are they going to sound like more like me? Are they yeah, mocking yeah, me? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I, did it. I did it because I thought it was cool. Not because I, I was... Uh, condescending them or anything <laughs> yeah yeah but it's it's uh it's like a slippery slope it's kind of like they can interpret it the wrong way so right right yeah i, I only did that one with people that i felt were a little bit closer like where, uh-huh. where it's just like okay well he's cool and then he'll 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 just ask me random things if if he felt like it was weird or whatever uh-huh so, so it's not like a random stranger who i was like what i would try to do with them and it's like oh 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just out of out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was cool. Like I think where I stayed, it was it wasn't as great. Um, just because it was a seaside resort, and I, I came in off season. Oh, okay. So essentially, when I got back home around six, that's when things were essentially closing. Mm-hmm. And around like seven or eight o'clock, the streets are really barren. Like, oh, okay. Like all the stores were like closed, and you probably only find people if you go to like uh, pubs and whatnot, mm-hmm. or if you have a nightlife and you go to that sort of thing. But um, yeah, for so for me, when I get back home, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just make dinner and read a book and sleep really early, and then I'm like, all right, well until the next day comes <laughs> uh, I'll just wait but uh, I think I, I was really looking forward to Saturday because mm-hmm. Saturday was the only t- was the day I set free to actually go explore and whatnot. Mm-hmm. so I, I decided to go to uh, um, a place called Lake District in Windermere mm-hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a it's like a national um, national park oh, okay yeah so it was it was really cool. Um, the the cab driver uh, that takes me home normally, um, he he went there like a few days before I did, and he like everybody tried to tell me to to go there and then give me um, some sort of like uh, uh, advice on what to do, what not to do, things like that. Uh huh. Um, and then he he said like he's he was ex military, so he's oh, like wow. he he's like really prepared. And uh, uh, when he went, it was like snowing a lot and like very, uh, yeah, very bad visibility uh, when you go up the mountains. Um, and so on the day that I I went up, like the day before, I look at the weather. It says like heavy rain. <laughs> okay. And, and then well, when I heard that, I, or I saw that. I was just thinking back on when we went to <laughs> up the, the mountain. Oh yeah, to Vancouver. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be like this again, isn't it?" <laughs> yeah, it's like and, uh, it's like I went, uh, I, I like, went up there expe- fully expecting that. I didn't have that much thing prepared. I still had like uh, a very light jacket, uh-huh. an umbrella, and then the most I could do was probably just like layer it up. Um, and then uh, we call it. Yeah. So so then a- afterwards. I went up there. It was just, just raining. I was like, okay, it, it's raining, but it wasn't like when we went up. It wasn't like that crazy. Yeah. So how like, how was it? It was just like sprinkling at most. Um, uh, and then that was just like walking around like the the base of the mountain and uh, more of just like the city side area. Um, and then uh, yeah, it, it was kind of weird because then I saw there was like about two or three different mountains around the area, and I was like. I went to all the tourists and asked them how to go up one of the mount, how to go up the mountains, or how about I should, uh, where's the route starts and whatnot. Uh-huh. And then uh, mo- I told them like uh, they asked me like which one do I want to go up to, and I told them like, oh, I want to go up the one with the snow on it. And they like I think three out of four of them uh, looked me up and down and says like I-, I think you should go to the one that doesn't have snow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, <laughs> Because and then because then they didn't think I was like properly um, equipped to go up there, uh-huh. and then I, I don't doubt their judgment <laughs> because like oh, I was uh, I think when I asked them it, it was kind of weird because 
all I had was uh, one of them. I saw they saw me. They I only had an umbrella, and the other one saw me. I was like, I had a, a rain like a thin yellow raincoat, like uh-huh. a, almost like a poncho essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and they just looked at me. He's like, do, do you have something more than this? And then I think that was the last one where I kind of lied. As a, uh, and I have a bag on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's in the bag. <laughs> just so that they would tell me more, <laughs> more information and just redirect me to like a, a, a more tamed one. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause, cause they want to like make sure they're not sending you to your death or something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good intentions, man. Yeah. No, no, I did. But I, I kind of want to know just, just because. So, so regardless of all that, uh, warning that, that I was given, um, I, st- Still, well, at first they told me to go up one where it's a little bit tamer. And then I was on the way up, or I think I got lost halfway or something. And I was like, this is boring. There's uh-huh. nothing here. And then I'm like, well, I want to go back. <laughs> so I went back and I, I just started walking towards the, the snowy mountain. I didn't know where I was going, by the way. <laughs> I was just walking towards there. And then I just asked random people along the street, like, hey, is, is this is this how I get to that mountain or to that to the mountain there would snow or how do I about and they would just point me in a direction and eventually I got to one of the information desks where they uh they gave me a map and I just bought the map the map uh the map to isn't really a, a very geographical map it's more like a um I guess it's kind of like similar to a mall map <laughs> oh so kind of like an overworld map on like a Super Mario or something <laughs> Yeah, more or less, but then less accurate. Because <laughs> <laughs> it says, like, here, here is where you are in the town. Go past here, uh, past the footbridge out of town. Go up the mountain. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like big icons, right? Yeah, it's like, get, go, get out of town to hit, and then you hit the mountain. I'm like, thank you. Thank you, map. I paid, <laughs> I paid one pound for you, and this is what you tell me. <laughs> so I, I more or less figured out, how how to get there and then i when i was nearby i asked uh, people to pull direction uh-huh and uh they they the the temperature not temperature but then like the uh the setting was drastically changed because i walked i had to pass a park and as i approached the park it went from like seeing just wet uh wet wet um grasses on the floor and whatnot to like snow it's still raining and sprinkling, but it was just like very snowy. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And I just slowly, uh, after I got directions, just slowly headed up there. And on the way up, it's, it wasn't bad at all. It, it, it slowly got drier and it wasn't as cold as I thought it was going to be. Uh huh. So overall, it was like really nice and it really was really clear. And I got a pretty good view of uh, the whole cityscape. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The only uh, bad thing about it is that it's um, the oh you were in Canada for like a week a weekend. Yeah, I was over there and it was snowing like crazy, like the most that Calgary's ever snowed in a while. Okay, so you probably didn't experience like the what happens after it snows then. Um, what do you mean? Like just so, melting? Yeah, yeah, the melting snow. Yeah, a few years ago, I came when the snow was clearing up. Oh yeah, so that's I, worse. Yeah, because then it's all muddy and stuff. Yeah, that, that's why I had to trudge through. <laughs> oh, the sludge. <laughs> yeah, so it it was like going up. It was like getting slushy. Uh huh. And then I was just trying to avoid 
getting uh, getting my uh, socks wet. And then oh uh, okay. On the I was getting tired. It was just like it it was some well in the the grassy area the snow was fine, but in like the pathway is where it was like semi melty and it was all sludgy. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is stupid. So I had to avoid all of that and go all the way around just to and just figure out where they were leading. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but on the way back, uh, the moment I think I got snow or like I stepped through something and then my socks got wet, I'm like, well, there goes that idea. And then all all the way back, I was like, this is just water. My socks are already wet. It's too late. Can't do anything. I just sludged through it and I'm just like, it's over. <laughs> Oh, I'm thankful that my cousin let me borrow his boots now. Yeah, no, boot, uh, boots are always really good when you go do snow. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I was, I had a feeling that was going to happen, so I brought extra socks. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I was not smart enough to wipe my feet uh, dry before I put on extra socks. <laughs> oh, gosh. So then the <laughs> second pair is like immediately wet. It, it wasn't immediately wet. It, it was just slowly Quickly. seeping in. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, overall, the, the 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 place itself is really beautiful. Um, I'll, I'll show you pictures later, Tony, uh, or I guess I'll post it later eventually. Cool. Um, but was oh that yeah, the, was that the story you were telling me that you had a story to tell? No, no, no. let me tell you the story I'm about to tell oh, you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I want to sleep that night around ten, and thinking like, okay, I was set an alarm for two o'clock in the morning. And just pack most of my stuff up ready and get ready and whatnot. Um, and then, uh, so, so around in the middle of night, I kind of just like woke up, sorta. I don't, I don't, I don't know why I was sorta awake, but then I heard like uh, a muffled yelling and, uh, pounding. What the heck? And, and then I, I thought, and then I was looking at my, and for me, I heard it's like, hey, hey. And then I was like, oh, what's that? What's that noise? And I look at the, my, my, my phone to find out what time it is. And I saw it was like four. I was like, oh crap. <laughs> so I got to jump out of bed and I got all my stuff and I just shoved it into my backpack and I just tried to pack everything up really quick and I just noisily make my way down to, um, oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, downstairs, I'm like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. And I even tried to call my, uh, my cab driver just to tell him like, Hey, I'm gonna be down in like a minute or two. Just, just wait a little moment. But mm-hmm. then, like the the car didn't go through either for some reason. Oh gosh! <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and then I was double checking everything. And as I ran down to the door, I look outside. I was like, wait, where, where's my where's the cab driver? Where's the cab? Uh huh. I don't see anybody. And then I look at my phone again, and I noticed that uh, well, what happened is my phone it has uh two time zones. One. <laughs> One for the current location in UK and one oh. in Vancouver Pacific time. Uh-huh. And what I saw was four o'clock in the evening in Vancouver. Oh. When it really was just midnight in the UK. And I'm like, this, what the hell? <laughs> Wait, but then, then where did that muffled voice come from? So apparently there was like either drunk people or like construction nearby. Uh-huh. Oh, it, no, most likely it was construction because they were working on the railway. Uh-huh. So I'm like, really? I I had to reinterpret like all of that as 
as my cab driver <laughs> of all things that happened on the night report. And I was like so wide awake afterwards because I was so like uh, pumped on adrenaline from just trying to not be late <laughs> for my for my flight. I mean, imagine that you was just sitting there in a chair and then just like putting your hands together like Mr. Burns and then your eyes wide open the rest of the night. <laughs> now, that was essentially, no, that, that was that was me. I was like, and I just slowly walked back upstairs and I just sat there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I'm awake. What do I do now for the next three hours? What What about the dog? Is the dog sleeping? <laughs> no, the the dog that night, I think he, uh, he decided to sleep with his in his owner's bed. Oh, okay. Yeah, or probably his owner didn't let him go in because he uh, they thought like it would wake me up or whatnot. Uh huh. Because normally it would follow me and then just uh uh just jump into my bed when I go into bed as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So for listeners who don't know, um, the Airbnb that I stayed at, the owner has a dog, and the dog tends to just uh follow me and jump onto my bed and s- sleep with me. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, that that's my story, and I was like, "Man, this sucks." Now, and now I, I was expecting to just like take a little nap or something before, like uh, get some rest before I, I fly out because, like, I just uh, came back from hiking. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just like really tired, really tired from just doing nothing, <laughs> sitting for three hours trying to watch TV. I don't even watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to, so. I, yeah, I had to. That, that was a weird thing. And I was just, so, and I was just like trying to find people to talk to online. I was like, hey, since it's like 4 p.m. over there, everybody's awake, right? <laughs> they're all at work or they're about to go, or, or they're all busy with their life because it's Saturday evening. I'm like, all right, Saturday, people have lives. Saturday evening. Oh, no, I, I knew that you were. I think like I was trying to send you stuff, but then I stopped because I was like, "Oh, he must be sleeping." Oh, yeah. I guess you yeah. weren't. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you can always send me stuff. But it's just a matter of if I'll, I'll open it or not. But yeah. No, I think we we did talk, right? You said you were the one that told me like something, something. Uh, Conan. Oh yeah, I I did tell you that that um. Yeah. 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 Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 <laughs> So, but yeah, that that was my my experience in the UK. Wow, you gonna come back there? Was that? Would you want to come back? Uh, I would. Uh, I want to try to see like other places because the where I visited wasn't like really the best place to see the UK, uh, or at least like spend the UK uh, to experience where it is. Yeah, it's it's a Since farm. It like, <laughs> yeah, it was like well, not 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 because of that, but it was just more like. The the area that I was staying with at night, like it was just really dead. Uh, it was off season because normally it, it would be if I, I went during the summertime or winter, it would be um, a lot more crowded and a lot more festive. Oh, okay, yeah. But during off season, it's like a ghost town essentially. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Speaking of uh, festive, it's uh, by the time people listen to this, I think it will be uh, Lunar New Year. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It is. It's on the same day, isn't it? Uh, it's Friday. Friday is Lunar New Year. Friday the 16th. Oh, it's the day before. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, and um, what's it called? And I just went to uh, check out stuff at Disneyland. They did a lot of, uh, not Disneyland, but California Adventure. Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of decorations for um, for New Year's. Like, Oh, really? They had, it's kind of weird because they had um, 
the kiosk for food, and there was like a Korean kiosk, a Vietnamese kiosk, and a Chinese kiosk, and they were s- selling the the pork soup dumplings, and oh. they're selling like the the shrimp um, balls, like the chiao tam, and it was way way overpriced, and it was not that good. Oh yeah, of course not. I know, but I mean, come on, yeah. it's Disney, and they're in California. They should know their surrounding. I don't know. <laughs> well, the the Disney. He's gonna try to take your money. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, and you know what? You know the places like are that are like outdoor food where you uh-huh. you order like your corn dogs there and you order some plate foods, but you sit outside in the patio. Yeah. So they had the whole giant fried fish. Like you can order that at Disneyland. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> like really? <laughs> That's the thing you choose to have at your at your kitchen for Lunar New Year. That's not efficient for Disneyland. Yeah, they're, they're just trying to trying to be multicultural. Yeah, and then they had this um this uh um musician and uh-huh. she played the uh she you know those um multiple string instrument that lay flat lays flat. In yeah, the yeah, music. I know what. Well, yeah, it's yeah. Like a, it's like the the string guitar ish or um, but it's like a keyboard, right? You lay out like a keyboard. Yeah, so that's very traditional. And then she, the musician, was wearing like traditional long dress, all mm-hmm. of that. But the entire time, she was playing rock music. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Not, not even like Disney music? No, just like straight up like White Stripes, like Seven Nation Army. Like, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? <laughs> but yeah, okay. it's, it's weird. But, um, but, but what was actually really funny was uh, as we were walking around, mm-hmm. um, you know how Disney always plays background music? Um, they also had like the Vietnamese typical like, um, New Year's music. I, I, I'm trying to remember what it was. Like, I don't know the name of it, but it's like, if you hear it, you will know that's a super traditional, like, oh, why is this at Disneyland music? <laughs> oh, you talking about Kailu? Uh, uh, kind, no, no. It's more like the traditional actual, like, singing music. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I sort of know what you're talking about. Like, kind of like the Juhong music, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's more like super popular in the yeah. yeah. But it was weird to hear that. But it was cool to hear that. Yeah, yeah. And then they had these uh, Shanghai drummers. They came over from Shanghai and stuff, but they were not really that good. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it, it was weird. It was like like I was uh, I was saying like um, it felt like Google. Sorry, not Google. It felt like Disney just like Googled like you know, traditional Lunar New Year festivities. Uh-huh. And then they're like, oh, traditional drumming. Oh, okay. Where do they usually have them? Shanghai. Okay, let's just pick one in Shanghai to fly them over. <laughs> and then you just pick one. And then, and the same thing with the food too. Like, I feel like they were like Googling what's the traditional Vietnamese food. And you're like, oh, shrimp balls? Okay, I guess we could just get them at Costco and put them on sticks. <laughs> so, you know, it, it felt like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but it's so cool to see it at um at California Venture. That's pretty cool, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yep. But that's all. Cool. Are you gonna go to uh the uh that this year the festival? I want to. I'm not sure yet. Uh, still thinking about it. Mm. I usually go every year. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm I'm still iffy about it. Uh, okay. Gotcha. It depends if other people are going. Are other people going this year? Um, I think I haven't heard confirmations yet, so I'm not sure. 
Uh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. So let's move on to the news. Do you have news items? <laughs> no. I thought you did. What? Wait. Okay, fine. Okay, so okay. I'll just say there's this movie that they're going to make called Lobo. Um, It's a DC movie. And Lobo is like, um, I would say he's like a biker, um, alien biker bounty hunter. And he doesn't care about anything. He's kind of like Wolverine's attitude, but as a biker bounty hunter. Hmm. So, no one knows this person. So No one knows this character. But DC hired Michael Bay and gave him a budget of $200 million. <laughs> Like, dude, what the heck? And even Michael Bay was like countering them and saying that he wants to request for a reduced budget. Oh. <laughs> he want less money? Yeah. Um- <laughs> That's okay. That's weird, right? Because like he probably feels like he's gonna waste. When you get Michael Bay to think about wasting money, like that means you are really in the wrong, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like come on. So Warner Brothers, uh, DC, they they chose to do that because they wanted Lobo to be kind of like the answer to Deadpool. Um, but it's not. I mean, it's 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 not even close. So, yeah, but but they hired Michael Bay for that. I know you don't hire Michael Bay for like Deadpool related stuff. <laughs> I mean, you you don't hi- so Michael Bay is not a comedic director. I mean, in a way, his stuff is so bad that it's laughable, but it's it's not like <laughs> intentional comedy. <laughs> so, He's known for blowing things up. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. The, not not really a fan of his. Um, creations <laughs> yeah i i know um it's it's weird because he he has a hit or miss because like some movies like i guess armageddon was good oh, okay yeah i didn't see armageddon me neither okay we probably still wouldn't <laughs> get i didn't even know it was good or i didn't know like, it was known to be like super good oh, i thought you were gonna say you didn't know it was a michael bay movie because it's good <laughs> oh no! Well, well, that too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was a Michael Bay movie, but I didn't know it to be like really well known and good. Wait, is it? Uh, Michael? Am I? I just want to double check. I'm not like saying false things. Michael Bay Armageddon. Yeah, it says it's auto completed, so I'm I'm guessing it is. Wait, why? Why does it say? Yeah, it was directed by Michael Bay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the other news item was I I sent you the link to the Venom trailer. Yep. What did you think about that? That, that was like a stupid useless trailer. <laughs> yes, I was like, is this Venom? Where is Venom? Like, yeah. There's there was nothing. I I I mean, there's like a a tube with like black goo in it, but that could have been it, an alien. It doesn't. No, it doesn't even do anything. It's just it's just like one guy looking around. And things happen. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. You don't even know what the things are, but something happened. And yeah. It, it, doesn't have, it doesn't even have like any sort of feeling that something crazy is going to happen. Uh huh. It's just like something happened already. I'm like, oh, what the hell just, ha-? you're like, you're just trying to make sense of what, what, what was happening. Cause there's like no real clue of what really happened. Like they, you see people flying. I think you see people like getting hit or something, or flying or something, right? Uh huh. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. Just cars. Not even a trace of like, like venom or like the, the symbiote. 
and you're uh, hitting them or attacking them and you're like okay yeah i mean the only thing that was like venom was the logo at the end that was it yeah because everything so else like, yeah i i mean they, they some people arguing like oh it's a teaser and i'm like yeah it's a teaser but it didn't tease anything <laughs> there was nothing had, uh, yeah no go ahead no go ahead i, I was gonna say i thought about it too i was like you know what it would have been a lot cheaper and better if they just had the logo come in saying Venom. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because that can be a teaser in itself. Yeah. There's so many movies that do it. And they could just say write like one or two words. Like a, they just see text and you see that. And it maybe like a drip of, of symbiote or something. Or a flash of, symbi- of symbiote if they want to tease that much. But just the word Venom itself. And not showing anything would have been a lot better. <laughs> You're right, Ashley. Yeah. Because then if they had like just the voiceover of the characters talking. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like text on screen or yeah. some mysterious images. That would have been a lot cooler. Yeah. That, that, that would have at least helped with their raising their, um, raising people's expectations. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I heard that this, like some people were saying like, this trailer is going to do more bad than good. <laughs> Yeah, it, and it, I'm sure it did. <laughs> yeah. It oh, that sucks. It doesn't even look like a Marvel movie, <laughs> like a Marvel teaser. If you took this trailer and then you showed it to any of your friends who doesn't know any comic book movies or, like, know anything about comics, they're not even going to know what's a Venom movie. Oh, of course not. It just looks like a generic, bad horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Essentially, that's what it is. It's like a thriller. Yeah. Thriller teaser, but... Not really. <laughs> yeah, we will see. Um, oh, and another thing I just, uh, I think I just tagged you on Facebook for it, but, um, there was, uh, the Dragon Ball Z, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z game. Um, uh-huh. people started modding it already. <laughs> and they put Sonic the Hedgehog in it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's so funny because, like, a few weeks ago, I asked, um, one track gamers, like, what their, uh, what would they what what would they like Sonic the Hedgehog to cross over in? And I didn't even think about Dragon Ball Z. And now this shows up and like, okay, now I want this to happen. <laughs> like officially happen. But you know what? The more mods that happen like this, the more I feel like it becomes like uh the Mugen. Oh yeah. Game. Yeah. But the Mugen engine's not a good engine. No no, it's not. But I'm just saying it's it's heading that route where it's just like Hey, it's gonna cross over with this. It becomes like the Marvel's Capcom, but then with all cartoon characters. Uh huh. Because essentially that's what Mugen is, is you just implement in a whole bunch of different characters. It's gonna be more polished than Mugen, for sure. Yeah. But, but I'm just saying it becomes a polished version of Mugen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But then it costs more to make because of licensing issues. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's, it's, it's pretty funny, but, uh, but that's cool, though. It's cool to see that they ha- they do that. Yeah. You need to play that game whenever you're back here because it's, it's such a good game. I know. There's, there's like, two good games out there. I'm like, man, I don't want to I, I want a PS4, but I don't really want it. Yeah, my friend who hasn't, like, talked to me for, like, a f- like maybe half a year, I just, like, because we're both busy. He, yeah. <laughs> last weekend, he texted me. He's like, hey, do you have Monster Hunter? Let's go play online. <laughs> yeah. So, I was like, Damn. But I don't have Monster Hunter and I also don't don't have an online service for PlayStation 4. Oh. Do you need an uh, online service to play with Monster Hunter? 
Um, I, from what I understand, because I haven't played online for a long time, is uh-huh. that now to play online, um, all the games require you to pay, pay for their yearly service. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, but that's just because we're old school and yeah. old. <laughs> yeah, no, I still find it stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, Xbox Live, I think, started that whole trend, and then PlayStation okay. just caught up with it. Oh, stupid PlayStation. The Switch, you can still play online for free. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because then Nintendo did their own thing. Well, Nintendo is going to do an, on- an online service like that, but it got pushed back to, I think, 2019? Something like that. So enjoy your Switch while uh, online service while you can then. Yeah. You pay for it. It's not a very polished online service right now, but it's something. Yeah. Yep. Do you have any other news items? No. Okay. We can move on to the topic of the episode. Topic of the episode. Sure. So the topic is the Game Developers Conference. Um, this was suggested by Kinetic. He's the host of the Behind the Line podcast with uh, was Behind the Line Radio, but it's a podcast. And it's part of the Enthusiast Network. Um, yeah. So, I mean, do you, do you have any thoughts about the game dev. Okay. Well, the first thing is it's occurring in San Fran on March nineteenth to twenty eighth. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, nineteenth to twenty third. So mm-hmm. it's like five days where people just like it's a professional game industry event, and then people learn from you know other developers in the industry or you know network and stuff. So right. Um. But yeah, I mean, have you ever been? I have never been. Uh, I have passed it in crossing, but then it was a little bit too early at the time I was in San Francisco. Uh, oh, okay. So the GDC hasn't have happened yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I, w- I would have liked to eventually go to one as to check it out, but I, I won't be in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you know about it, actually? Like, Because um, I feel like you might know a little bit more about it than I, I do because you're in animation. Well, well what do you know from, from GDC, from what you heard around then? All I know is like it's it's I would imagine it's similar to the other conferences I've been to, like pharmacy conferences, mm-hmm. where there's an expo, expo, um, like a expo hall, and then there's like you know uh, like presentations by developers that would talk about their experiences and you know tricks of the trade and stuff like that. Um, so that's what I would assume it is. I don't have any firsthand experience, right? Um. Yeah, I don't have a first-hand experience either, but I, it, you, you are pretty much correct in in terms of like presentation and tricks of the trade sort of thing. Because I listen to a lot of um, the GDC talk sort of thing, where they'll have like uh, people come up working on different games, and uh, they'll talk about like what their process is like, how they achieve this, like the the shortcut that they had to go through just to achieve this certain thing, the limitation. And how they kind of work around it and made it uh, work in their benefit. And they'll have like, um, like you said, like t- uh, tips and tricks of a trade where people will just go up. I think one time there was just like, uh, they go up, they talk about like, they have a whole bunch of speaker, um, from different studios, different, that work on different games. And they would do like a five minute, uh, here's the, the trick uh, that I normally use for this sort of game or, in general, and in games, and I would do this, and then next person, it's kind of like speed, uh, speed information giving sort of thing. Not speed dating. 
No. Okay. No. <laughs> no, this is you give information. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was like that from what I saw. And then there, there'll be just like development. You just learn how, what they went through to get you there. Um, some developers will give you the more insight. Some give you a very broad insight, uh, insight of what's happened or, th- or like background, stuff like that. So in that terms, it's pretty cool. Um, I listen, I try to filter, for me, I filter it out a lot where it will just be like games or like talks about educational animation stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know like people in the industry, they do go up as a like more like a social uh, meetup sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I haven't seen you in like forever since last time we were together, that sort of thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the presentations that they offer. Mm-hmm. And some of them, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then some of them, I'm shaking my head. <laughs> There's like something that's like, you know, 10 post-launch CRM strategies or um, yeah. for um, maximizing revenues. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, when I see that, I'm just scared of like that talking about like charging a lot for DLC stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. So, um, that's yeah. just an assumption. I don't, I don't even know those like maximizing revenue and stuff were part of the talk. I'm, I'm more used to like the creative side of, or focusing on the creative side of things. Oh man, so. this one sounds sad. Cause like I, okay, I'll, I'll read you the title. Primal Rage 2 from Heartbreak to Resurrection, the journey after cancellation. <laughs> you remember that game, Primal Rage? Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. The dinosaur fighting game. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so does that mean they're like resurrecting it? Maybe. I mean, they res- resurrected a lot of, uh, Sony game. uh, no, sorry. A lot of Super Nintendo games, like, uh, Killer Instinct and whatnot. Huh. I'm reading it. It says that it was 2017's hottest new fighting game. Oh, well. I didn't know it was out. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just, uh, early access or something. Yeah, I'm just going through some of the presentations that they have. Um, let's see. What else is here? This one is called, some of these titles are just catchy. Uh, let's see. Dream Daddy. How Game Grumps created player inclusivity and you can too. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, this one sounds good. Splatoon and Splatoon 2. How to invent a stylish franchise with global appeal. And yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a good one. That's also presented by Hisashi Nogami from Nintendo. Mm. That's cool. I, I would, if I went, if I went to GDC, I would go to that one. Because you know, you could, yeah, yeah. But you can also like watch it online as well. Oh really? I thought you mm-hmm. had to like pay for the the pass yeah. to actually watch these things. I, I think, yeah, yeah. Most likely, like to watch it live and get information live, you probably would. But I, that will eventually be released, so you could probably watch like some of the old ones. It's, it's called, like, I, I believe, uh, GDC Vault. Oh, okay. Um, and then you could just get like free content where. You can just see what what they have going on. Um, let me see if I could find. Oh, this one sounds really cool. A matter of music design, driving gameplay with music. Yeah, a lot of them are actually really cool. Like the oh, the, there's a roundtable discussion about ADHD and game industry. I'm just at the letter A's, man. There's so many presentations. Yeah, it's, it's quite a lot. <laughs> there's a presentation called Advanced Reddit Tactics. <laughs> You'd be surprised, but it's probably really effective. Yeah, it's about front paging and winning big when it happens. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. There's a thing called. There's one called 
Matrix versus Pokemon Go, the mixed reality battle for Holodeck. Oh, man. If the Holodeck had Pokemon Go, that'd be cool. So it's kind of, yeah, there's a lot of really inf- cool information there. Even if you're not uh, into like the whole uh, development stage, mm-hmm. um, it's actually really cool back- background and insight onto what goes on into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the artists and what are not wa- uh, watch those things for educational purposes, but I think you could probably get uh, some use out of other ones as well. It doesn't have to be animation or modeling or whatever specifics yeah have you ever heard of the game called hellblade yeah uh-huh. yeah so they're they actually doing a presentation about um the, oh, the psychosis and the making of hellblade oh really yeah so that's pretty cool because um that's something i do want to know like how did they go about researching the whole like um psychotic side to right. you know make hellblade accurate mm. to people with like those conditions you know did you play it? No, I didn't play it, but I hear a lot about it. Mm. And I hear that it its uh, whole purpose, well, big purpose is to um, kind of get the people to feel what psychosis feels, get to feel, mm. get to know what psychosis feels like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty cool. I mean, psychosis is not cool, but. Well, I know. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what? I'm- yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Cens- censorship strikes back. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, this is cool. Classic game postmortem, NBA Jam. Oh, NBA Jam. Did you play oh. it, Tony? Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Don't you remember? Boom shakalaka. So fun. Yeah. The, yeah. the point of the game is even about scoring, it's about pushing other people. Yeah, and getting tur- uh, turning on fire. Yeah. I remember when my friend and I used to play that, we just, we just pass it around and push more people. We just, we, we pass it so that person could push. <laughs> it's kind of like those hockey games. I don't really play for the hockey. I play for the fighting. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't. I haven't played a hockey game in a while. Oh, yeah. Um, if you foul someone hard enough, then you get them pissed off and then you start fighting. Oh, like, really? It becomes like a one-on-one fight. Wow. Like Mortal Kombat style. <laughs> Without the fatalities. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Oh, have you played this? Okay, is this classic game postmodern? Uh, Ultima Online. I heard about it. I never played it, though. Oh, okay. It's like one of those um, online RPGs. Is it good? It had a huge following. Mm. Uh, I knew a bunch of my friends who played it. It was like way back when. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. Let's see. What else? I'm just going to scroll through and just like find a random one. Uh, Let's see. From corporate to indie to back again. Hmm. Where is that? So that corporate to indie to back again. So is it like you start off working under the worst company ever, like I don't know EA, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you leave because they're really bad, and then you get big and you become your own company? Is that what it is? I don't know. It's we just have one more time, Tony. From corporate to indie to back again. Hmm. Corporate to. I feel like it might be like. Somebody uh, might leave a a well known studio to work on their own thing, like a passion project sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they said to from from corporate to um, to indie to to end back again. Mm-hmm. Uh, either I, I interpret that as either um, they they weren't uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not 
Yeah, they they're not um, ready, I guess. To uh, be independent. Yeah. Well, like um, wait, not ready. Sorry, they're 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 tired of uh, they're tired of of the corporate of being of, of the stereotypical uh, corporate games mm-hmm. like uh, like Battlefield. Mm-hmm. And then it's just so, and they they just want to make their own game, mm-hmm. and then. That depending on the success of that, it might lead to more of a. It's like starting a new meta of games, right? So mm-hmm. it's more of a corporate again. Okay. Yeah, I it's, guess so. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of weird, but it's like the cycle continues. First, you make a game that nobody uh, heard of, or you you start with a game, you work at a game that that a lot of people know of. Then you get tired because it's a, it's a very generic game, so you break off. You try to you make something new, and you and you do something new, and then that game becomes the next big thing, and it becomes the stereotypical like genre for everything else. <laughs> hmm. So it's like rinse, cycle, repeat. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. Maybe I don't know. I'm just interpreting that. Yeah, we don't really have much to go off of. So um, there's another one that's called Player Behavior Today at Riot Games. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that freaking League of Legends is so toxic. Like, there's, it's a great game, but the community is like pretty bad. Yeah, it's, it's so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any other thoughts about the developer conference? Like, is there any presentation that you would really like to see? Um, like, it doesn't matter if they have it or not, but like something that mm-hmm. you would like them to have. I don't know. They, it's, it's like, the only thing that I, I would want to go to it uh, this year is because uh, uh, one of my previous leads, he's apparently doing like a talk in the GDC this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, I talked to him when I was back in the state, and then we talked it over. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to do like a talk over there uh, this year, and talking about how how to be a efficient lead or like a good lead in a way." Uh huh. And I thought that that would be pretty cool if I could hear that and see like. What, what he was going to say just so that I can learn from that. Cause I'm sure like being a, a worker, a worker bee where you just follow instructions and you do what you need to do. And it's, it's pretty fun because there's like pr- less pressure and you just, all you do is just follow directions. Uh-huh. But you don't really know what goes on in like a lead role where it's just like they also have uh, a lot of responsibility and making sure that you finish your work, but uh-huh. also relate information from the higher up. And making mm-hmm. sure that you they're like protecting their own workers or they, or their own team. By uh, any chance, is his name Steve? No. Is Why? it Chris? No. Okay, I'm just looking up the. Oh, people. Jason. Jason. Oh, Jason. No, because I was looking up the people giving the leadership talks. Oh yeah, yeah. Jason. Oh, is this the one that you um, j- yes. you, uh, you were talking about before about his uh his I forgot he he had like something that you can yeah, check yeah, out like right. A, it's like a video podcast sort of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he would do interviews and whatnot. But yeah, same person from Riot or uh, he doesn't work at Riot anymore. But he oh, used okay. to. Yeah. Okay, I I can't find him. It's okay. Yeah. There's so there's, this page is too much to search. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. I I actually, I am really interested in like hearing more about like music and sound effects like sound design sound engineering oh there's um, tons of that yeah like just how you know what what do they think about with the music how do they bring in instruments like that would um get the people to feel what they 
the developers intent and the feel. Right. You know, just like that whole ambiance building and the world building through music. Right. Yeah. That's something that I would really like to see. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot and you should probably just uh, go through it. If I find any, you can probably do it. Yeah. Oh, and I just scrolled through and then found this thing that says, same game, different sound. Yeah. Hmm. The audience will be able to experience the same game with different music composed by leading game music composers in the industry and hear the composers tell about their approach and work. Oh, the session will open the audience's mind to create the possibilities when it comes to musical approaches. Uh, the talk will show how it's not always a matter of the best-sounding music, but rather what how it works in context. Oh, wow. This is like, exactly what I was talking about. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else about the uh, GDC? Nope. Got nothing. Yeah, I guess after GDC happens, we could probably look at the, the some of the sessions mm. and then uh, probably talk about it again. Sure. Cool. All right. We'll move on to the mailbag and community question. You, 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 you got mail. You, 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 you got mail. You, 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 you got mail. You, you, you. Sorry, I was speaking super delayed because I'm like trying to navigate to our Twitter. Um, so last week's question was, what's your favorite music genre? 90s pop. Okay. That was easy. Yep. Um, yeah. Judge Greg from Enthusiasts and Real Hero Talk. He says, I like my coffee black, just like my metal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm guessing black metal. Um, almost better in silence says, thoughts on death heaven, death heaven. And then, um, Sword Chomp says, death heaven is awesome. Um, I don't know who Death Heaven is. Look at that. And then Amanda says, Amanda from, from One Track Gamers and, uh, Track 2 Gamers. She says metal and rock. Um, mm. Kinetic says power metal, especially with some progressive elements. Almost better than Silence says screamo. And then Sword Chomp says progressive metal for Shay. Give me animals as leaders. Get Summit. Um, Polini, etc. And then John from One Track Gamers and One Track Punk Show says, I've been really enjoying these millennial electronic dance music since I've been using them to edit my vlogs, but I like all types of genres. Mm. So it looks like most of our listeners like metal and rock, like, like screamo stuff, like mm. heavy stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, what about you, Tony? Well, what's your... Uh, last week I talked about EDM. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I asked Lamb, like, what type of music is your favorite? And he says Linkin Park. And that, that's not a type of music. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of like rock, depending on what. Uh, uh Linkin Park. Linkin, yeah. The early era of Linkin Park is considered new metal. Mm. Like, new spelled as N-U. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, I like that. So, I guess I could say I also like new metal. What about regular old metal? Uh, I don't uh, know. Like, I, I mean, I do listen, but I guess I don't go out of my way to listen to them. Right. Because, um, the, what is it? Metal to me is like more screaming. Mm. Um, there was this one group though that had like the craziest screaming music. I forgot what they were called. They all wore like, you, you ever play Metal Gear Solid? Yes. You remember Psycho Mantis? No. He's the guy that could read your mind and he wears a gas mask and he floats in the air. He's lanky. So no. there's this there's this group and all four of the guys in there is dressed like that. Oh. But I can't remember their name. And they had the weirdest like music. I think they're from San Diego. 
San Diego metal screamo music group. Where all the weirdos are. <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> Man, I can't remember. That's all right. I'm looking at a list of like screamo bands, and mm. I don't see any name that I recognize. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put also a psychomantis costume. Psychomantis costume. Okay, now it's like too much stuff. <laughs> Man. Okay, never mind. And I don't remember who they are. Okay, well, anyway, uh, do you have a question for this week? Ooh. Uh, uh, ooh. Uh, I know. Okay. Uh, I guess we can ask people what would you like to see at GDC? Sure. That sounds good. What would you like to see at GDC? That sounds like a rap. What would you like to see? Uh, what would I like to see at GDC? Um, I think, I don't know, um, I think I'm just more, always more fascinated about the animation tips and tricks. So whenever uh-huh. I get like, uh, I find those tips and tricks videos, it's really useful for me. So, okay. With those. Yeah, I, and I already talked about music, so that's my answer. Cool. Okay, cool. Alright, let's move on to game time. Sure. Okay, so, the game that we played last week of Lamb, we we have a name for it now. Okay, what is it? Uh, it's called Mispronunciate. Okay. Yes. So, we're going to take turns. It's going to be three rounds. Um, uh-huh. So, we're going to mispronounce. You're going to mispronounce a word, and I'm supposed to guess what word it is. I'm going to mispronounce a word, and you're supposed to guess what the word it is. Okay. Um, that, why, why don't we put something on the line this time, Tony? Oh, uh, like what? Okay. So I have an idea about like the the loser has to donate to a uh, organization uh, of their choice, just like a a charity foundation sort of thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Actually, that's good because I'm uh I'm actually setting up a donation for Saint Baldrick's Foundation right now. Okay, well, well there you go. Yeah. So, so the Saint Baldrick's Foundation is uh, a foundation that does cancer research. Oh, cool. Yeah. So there you go. You, you don't don't lose on purpose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, you can do some purpose. I'm perfectly fine with it. But uh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, I guess uh, you you can either do it like the, uh, suggest a an organization to the loser, or if you if the if the person who lose uh, lost already have an idea of who they want to donate to, mm-hmm. then they do that. Actually, um, you know what? I'm just gonna keep my Saint Baldrick's one separate and. Yeah. After this episode, I will post up a questionnaire. Yeah. And then um, just see like what people would recommend that we donate to, whoever loses. Oh, actually, hold on. Let me look at something really quick. Okay. Because that would be cool because then we could just set up like uh, anti-RTTPod donation team. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to send this to you too. But uh, essentially, my, my cousin, uh, she has this... Uh, foundation or organization where essentially it's a uh, it's called daily karma and you set up a a fund where you just it goes to random not random uh, a uh, a charitable organization of your choice and it just like split up into uh, among many uh let me see so such as like the the puerto rico relief and there's like breast cancer awareness that sort of thing so you have and it could be a one-time thing. It could be like 
uh, once a month you donate this much for every month or something. So you can set it however you like as well. But it's just one way to keep your fundraising all in one uh, or fundraising organization all in one uh, location instead of having to go to this side, this side, this side, this side, this side, this side. That's what mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm just promoting that. Uh, so we could use that and, well, I'll, I'll probably use it if I lose. Uh, and then just try to figure out what we could donate to and use that instead. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. I think there's another one similar to that, too, that, um, my uh, nonprofit org is, uh, using for our donations. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'll take a look at the, the one you sent me to the daily sure. karma, right? Yeah. Daily karma. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Let the, let the mispronounce, miss, <laughs> I can't even say it. Let the mispronunciate begin. Okay. Uh, am I guessing first or, or do you want me to start saying something first? Um, you can start saying it first, I guess. Okay. Well, I need to figure out how to say this. <sighs> it's so funny because last time Lamb was just looking around stuff in his room and just like trying to read everything. That, that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm just trying to see how to read it wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Okay, I'll try to say this wrong the right way. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Konki Yeah. Kon- I just heard weird noises. What? What'd you say? <laughs> okay, hold on. Let, let, let me get some some practice words before I, I I actually say it to you. Hold on. Okay. Uh, Konki. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> Hear it? No, say that again. Okay. Conk eat. Conk eat. Conk eat. Man, I don't know. I give up. <laughs> Concept. Damn it. You're right. <laughs> <sighs> okay. 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 You're, you're changing. Hmm. Um, let's see. I think this is easy though. Um, really F. Wait, what? Relief. F. Relief? Yep, it's relief. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I gotta think of like a weird English word. Yeah, that, that's, that's... Alright, let's see. I'm just thinking a whole bunch of, of uh, words that's on my tabs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... I'm looking at all the junk in my room right now. <laughs> Man, I'm just trying to say how to say it, like, wrong. It's so counterintuitive. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> I just read it once, I was like, wait, I just read the same thing, but with an accent. <laughs> uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot harder than last week. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Not that word. I just did. Kretinge. Uh, what? Kretinge. Kretin. Kretinge. Kretinge. 
when you say Tenga, I hear tinge. I don't know. Creating. Wait, how is that creating? I was thinking of the word creating, but that didn't yeah, fit. You said creating. T-I-N-G. Oh, that's how you put your G's? Yeah. Man, you're really making it hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You think I'm going easy on you? <laughs> huh. Okay. <laughs> that's just to guess. Because, <laughs> like, creating doesn't make sense. Okay. Oh, creating? Yeah, the creating. So, so, yeah, but I made my E and A uh, mash into each other. Yeah. Okay. Crap. Crap. Um... <laughs> Uh, let's see. He dip on as. He dip on as. He dip. He dip. Pones. He. What's the he dip? Pones. Uh, I don't know. Get uh, up. I'll give up. I'll give up. He- it's headphones. Oh. Yes. What's it, what's it dip from? Just uh, saying D and D really quickly together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tricky, tricky. <laughs> hey, I only made it like that tricky because you made mine tricky. No, that's fine. That's fine. I like it. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, British. British? Yeah. Okay. I gave it an easy one. I, I couldn't think of anything. Wait, so what's the score? 1-1, uh, one, one, I think. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, let's see. Wait, I don't know. No, no, no. You, I got one. Yeah, yeah. So right now it's 1-1. One, one. Yeah. Okay, okay, so this is the last one then. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Otherwise, it goes to sudden death. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me think. So, how do we get right to win? Man, I'm trying to think of one that is difficult. It's hard, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, man. I'm just going to, like, give you a, this uh, this word. Hold on. I got to find my pen. I got to write it out. Yeah, I know. I should have done that. Because I was like, how do I say it? How do I practice saying this? I don't even have paper to write it on. What the heck? Where's all my paper? Sucker. Now you can't make it hard for me. Oh, here it is. Damn it. (laughs) Man. This is so easy. You choose another word. Every word I'm looking around the room is so easy. I don't look at the room. I look at the internet. <laughs> like YouTube and stuff. Or like whatever we just searched. But if I do that, then my my computer will freeze and we'll lose this recording. Oh, okay. Now why you can't. <laughs> uh, I need to find one with a lot of vowels. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll just give you an easy one. I think it's e- easy. Um, oh, for Fikey. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, for Fikey. Oh, for... Fikey? I'm just thinking office. Yeah, it's office. All right, yeah. Damn it. Oh, that's... uh. I think I lost twice now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So, when I put this up, you guys vote for which place we should donate to. Um, Yeah. 
Actually, not vote, but you guys could suggest it. Suggest, yeah. Yeah. And then, because uh, we don't actually have a list right now. Yeah, we, we don't. Well, we will. We just, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. That took a lot longer than I thought. Yeah, it's just making it harder. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Mailbag? What? No, that we already did Mailbag. Sorry. Um, no, it's just a final app now. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have anything to promote? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I guess the only thing I really have to promote is our social media. And I, do you think we should have a a dot com email? Because we already have our website ntfttpod.com. Mm. Should we just like have something like contact at ntfttpod.com? Was it at right? Or was it right now? Right now, it's just ntfttpod at gmail dot com. Yeah. I didn't see anything wrong with it, but if, if you want to, you can. Okay. Well, I guess. Okay, guys. <laughs> uh, Is it you'll... free? <laughs> no, we already have the domain. No, no, no. The, the, the com for the, um, the email. Yeah, we already have our web domain, ntfttpl.com. Oh, um, does, I mean, does it come with the email thing? That's all yeah, it does. It does okay. come with it. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. It's fine. Okay, cool. So, yeah. There's another way for you guys to contact us. Um, and, but still, the best way is social media, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to contact us, but not the one that we're about to tell you how. <laughs> yeah, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitch streaming. Um, there was, um, sorry, I'm just like on Facebook right now and I'm just seeing this video. It's so funny. It's, <laughs> you, you know, the Olympic sport curling? Um, yeah. Where like they have that ball and then they use the, the thing they scrub the front of the ball so that, or not the ball, but the, the puck, I guess, uh-huh. so that it makes it move. Uh-huh. So there's a video of, of these two, like, people at home, and then one person has a Swiffer, and then the other person has a Roomba, and, and they're just, <laughs> they're just letting the Roomba go, and then Swiffing, like, right in front of it to make it look like it's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, that distracted me. Um, this is what happens with distractions on the computer. Um, so, uh, yeah, so find us on social media. And um, I also just recorded an episode with Judge Greg for the mm-hmm. Real Hero Talk. So um, I can't really say what it is about yet, but once it goes out, we'll also p- retweet it and uh, mention it on our, our uh, podcast as well. So you guys can check that out. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, so I guess Herdiger and Warp Speed. See ya. Bye. Come with me if you want to live. No time for time travel.